guys. Welcome to episode 121 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by one of Chicago's brightest rising stars, Sky Blue. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by one of wrestling's biggest rising stars, Sky Blue. So how are you doing today, Sky? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be chatting with you. You've been doing quite a lot lately. (laughs) But firstly, how are you feeling as we delve into the year of 2021? I'm definitely excited. I want it to be better than 2020 for sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm ready for like the fresh start and just like hopefully the world opening back up to and making wrestling a bit easier to go about again. Now, what's it like in Chicago? You're based out of Chicago, right? Yes, there is so much snow at the moment. It's horrible. Oh, God. uh, I think we're getting about, uh, what did they say? I think four more inches tomorrow night. Oh, snow, yeah. Oh, yes, and it is bitter cold. Mm -hmm. But wrestling at the moment is kind of halted in a way, Mm -hmm. just because um, Chicago, like, it depends on where you are. The closer to the city you are, um, there's a lot more restrictions, but as you come out to the suburbs, it's a little better. Um, But, like, my home promotion in Chicago isn't running yet. Fair enough. I'm from upstate New York, so we have the same snow problem. Like, so I I get that. However, like, we're actually opening stuff back up. So I guess that means we're not doing as bad COVID wise. Like, restaurants are like back up now and everything for dining and all of that. And then our football team was the Buffalo Bills. We just lost. But like they had um, people let people back into the arena. Granted, it was way fewer people than like normal but that's something but every place is different you know so i mean we're just all trying to survive i'm I'm ready for things to start opening up (laughs) yeah now i'm gonna start off with something really random but i'm really interested in hearing more about the wildlife photography you used to do where and how was this done and did you have a favorite animal to shoot Oh my goodness. So um, when I was younger, I was just like severely claustrophobic and afraid of people. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It still like comes and goes. But um, so when I was younger, it was like really, really bad. So I would, um, me, my mom got me into the photography and we would just go to the zoo or we would go to like um, a rehabilitation center or like the or, like forest preserve or really anything that was around. Mm-hmm. And um, she would just like give me the camera and she's like, yeah, go to town, kid. And I was just like, I just, I loved it just because I felt like I was like, by my not by myself but like there was no large groups of people and I could just like take yeah. as many pictures of the animals as I wanted um it was like my little escape when I was younger uh, but no I I loved so many animals if I could have taken the whole zoo home I would have um <laughs> but I loved rhinos Ooh, um, okay I actually got to feed one um one day that was really That's cool scary at all or was it like it's no they don't, or, okay. they don't have teeth because they're um, oh. they're herbivores mm-hmm. So, like, they, I mean, they have, like, teeth to chew, but it's not, like, they're not in the front because they have, like, the little lip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you just kind of hold it, and they just take it from you, and it's really cute. Now, do you still have any of that photography from way back in the day, the photos? Do you still have any of them? Uh, we have every single one. My uh. mom has hard drives just full. Now, is there a certain shot in your mind that you can remember that you're the most proud of? 
Um, so when I was really, really young, I think I was still in grade school, I mm-hmm. took a picture of a yellow finch on a sunflower. Ooh. And uh, there, uh, the like, local newspaper always held like a photo contest. And I, my mom was like, oh, just send it. We'll see what happens. And um, it actually won. And it was the cover of the town's newspaper. Okay. And uh, my mom my mom still has the actual newspaper too. It was like really cool. And I was like all excited and geeked out when I was little cuz I was like, "Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. me." Yeah, that's some bragging rights for you in your childhood. I would have bragged about that. That's awesome. <laughs> it was it was fun. Now, something we both have in common is that we both grew up as shy private school girls, which I like yes. I, when I found this out, I was like, I relate around the same wavelength. <laughs> so how do you think you overcame the shyness when it came to wrestling in the ring in your character work? It, it definitely took a lot of time because um, like in the beginning, when I first started, I was terrified, like I would mm-hmm. go in, do my drill and then I'd go back to the end of the like the building and just hide in the corner um and I was always the only girl so I just like hid behind my mom um but I think it was like it just took like the getting used to the people and warming up to them and realizing okay you know they they're accepting of me kind of thing and like once I got comfortable with like everybody around me it kind of just clicked in my head that like the audience it's like you only see them whenever the show is and it's not like you know them personally so even if they think you're a weirdo their opinion doesn't matter kind of thing and I think that's what helped me like broke out break out of it a lot but like interacting with the fans definitely took a while <laughs> I bet so like I feel like throughout the years people at least for me I used to be really really introverted and now I'm kind of in between like an ambivert I'm like yeah like very in the middle but I feel like as you grow up you not outgrow it but you get more adjusted to people and the social aspect with everything I don't know do you think so no no I get you yeah okay like I'll go through, like, I don't want to say, like, spurts, but, like, little points in, like, if I'm uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, how do you say this, like, like, if I don't know the people too well, I'll be, like, you know, I hide behind people. Yeah. Like, my my thing is I'll hide behind the person I know. So, like, I'll, like, kind of hide behind them or I'll, like, find a corner or something. Mm -hmm. But it just, I, with me, it just takes a bit to, like, warm up and get to know the people. And then over time, I'll get a little more comfortable each time kind of thing. Now, you mentioned you've kind of become more confident due to your interaction with the fans and all that. So do you have any fan interaction that stands out in your mind during your time wrestling so far that was a positive experience overall? That was what I was going to ask, positive or negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there is actually this little boy, and his dad and his mom will bring him to any show that I'm on because Aww. I'm his absolute favorite. Aww. And he's the cutest thing ever. And he got so worried because I did a war games type match um, in Wisconsin. And um, I was after intermission. So, and he came up to me when I was at the merch table and he's like, please don't get hurt. And then I came out after intermission just to see him. I was like, I'm okay. And he's like, okay. And he went back and sat down. That's so precious. But I just, I love when like the little kids get, and like the little girls, especially like when they get so excited, because it's like, I want to show them that like girls can do it too mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's just like, because they get so excited because, you know, they're so young. They still believe, you know, believe it's fully real and whatnot. So it's like, it's kind of cool knowing that I get to put a smile on a little kid's face doing something that I love. Now, I know when you were younger, too, you as a fan looked up to John Moxley, but you met him yes. as Dean Ambrose a few years oh, ago. Yes. <laughs> so can you tell me about that experience and why is he one of you? Why is he one of your biggest influences? I think it was at WrestleMania, was it not? Like access? No, it was at uh, it was at wow. a Wizard World. Oh, okay, okay. 
yeah me and my mom had never been to like a like a convention like that mm-hmm. and uh so like I I had no idea what to expect. I'd always like driven past the um, what is it called the convention center, mm-hmm. um, but I'd never been in. And we walked in and I just saw the sea of people. I was like, oh crap, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> like I was just I was like, oh this is a lot of people in this little area, mom. And she's like, it's okay, it's okay, it'll be worth it. I'm like, okay. Um, and I remember waiting in the line. There's just like so many people, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. dear God, why am I like the 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 whole classroom came right back <laughs> in that moment. Um. But meeting him was, like, pretty cool, um, especially as the little fan getting all excited and being like, whoa, it's actually a wrestler. And then I realized how short I was next to this man. Aww. Because um, I am, like, 5'2", yeah. standing straight up. And he's, like, 6'1", I think, 6'2", yeah. Six, six, like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, hello up there kind of thing. Um, but, no, I think I, like, related to it just because of the whole, like, underdog thing, like, being, like, mm-hmm. a smaller person and being shy and, like, I remember telling people like, hey, this is what I want to do. They're like, oh, you'll never do it. So it was like kind of like the being the underdog and proving everybody wrong type mentality that kind of made me relate to it, I think. And now you're doing the damn thing, girl. Exactly. That's what I love. <laughs> like people like if um, people from high school mess me, oh, it's been so long. What do you do? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you can just like look at the Instagram. They're like, oh, you, you, wait, you do wrestle. It's like, yeah, that did actually happen. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. And brag about it. Be proud of it. You're doing amazing things. So I hope they realize how big of a name you are. So (laughs) or coming up to be, you know what I mean, but I'm trying. (laughs) Now, I also understand that you were involved in gymnastics for a bit growing up. So how extensive was your training in that aspect of your life? Um, so I did it in grade school and, um, I was like really small in grade school. I didn't like hit the major growth spurts until, um, the end of middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. Um, so because I was like always like the smallest in my age group, they kind of just let me do cartwheels and handstands the whole time. And like all the other girls were learning like the flips and the cool stuff. Uh Um, so I was just like, Oh, I want to do that. They're like, no, you're too little. I was like, okay. And, uh, but then I started, um, rolling my ankles about like every time I would go practice. So I like, I bat, we ended up pulling, my mom put, pulled me out of that, but, um, I still like would goof around in the backyard doing the cartwheels and the stuff. And I kind of just ended up like teaching myself a lot of it, just, just like goofing around and having fun and like seeing what I could actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and it comes in so handy, like, I, I can't believe how much of it I actually got to like put into my wrestling moves and whatnot. Now you talk about weak ankles. So I did gymnastics and like other sports growing up too. And I busted my ankle in volleyball. Oh, and so no. my right ankle. And so ever since I've had a weak right ankle where sometimes it'll get tender or you like sprain uh, it over and over. So have you had that affect you in wrestling at all where you just have a weak ankle at all because of that? Um, they used to bother me like when mm-hmm. I first started just because I wasn't used to it um, yeah. but then I like realized you wear ankle braces in the ring um, and okay, then that helped so much um, but uh, I just was I was very injury prone in the beginning um, mm-hmm. I've broken both my elbows I've broken two fingers I've had my eyebrow cut open <laughs> um, I was just a collapse when I started I have a broken finger too from volleyball. So uh, yeah, I I can relate on that level, but how, okay. How do you break both elbows? I'm curious. (laughs) So it wasn't at the same time. Okay, good. Um, So the first one was off of a 3d. Uh, The first guy launched me because he forgot how light I was. And then the second one, like barely caught me. So I just went elbow first. 
Um, and that one, I ended up in a full arm cast. Um, and I ended up having to take it off for my senior prom because I couldn't get in my dress with it. And then I skipped the therapy, but don't tell the therapist. Okay. I'll keep that a secret <laughs> for you. And then the second one, um, I was working with one of the newer guys. This was actually right before the, um, the lockdown, the, in, um, March, February, March, or whenever we went into the initial lockdown, um, I had called um, a small package um, as a roll up and he suplexed me, but he kind of didn't like, so normally we go like down up and then you go. Mm -hmm. Um, He kind of just thought, Oh, you're little and tried to yank my ass over and it it just didn't work. And um, where we were in the ring, um, it's an older ring. So like we end up having to move Mm -hmm. um, the padding and whatnot. And there would happen to be a hole right in the middle and my elbow found it. Um, is that. Oh, I know. I was not happy because then I, I tried to keep wrestling because um, I only had two more shows that weekend and then everything got canceled for because COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, I'll, I'll work through it. I couldn't. And then I asked to. Uh, so I went to the um, the same person that gave me the cast for the other one. And I was like, hey, I did the exact same thing. I need a cast. And they did the x-ray and they're like, yeah, you did the same thing. Go do an MRI. We won't give you a cast. And I was like, uh, what? So I went and did the MRI and I was like, I just want the cast. I know it needs to be set. And uh, I did the MRI. I never got the results. That's strange. Yeah. What? So I ended up just trying to like rehab it myself huh. during oh. during the first lockdown. <laughs> now, was this the same elbow or was it your other one? Nope. It was the other one. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. So if I um, if I move my elbows just right, they'll both crack. Ooh, girl. And that's my mother. My mother is always so mad about those, like, because I'll I'll move in the morning and something will crack and she'll be like, oh, your hip. Nope. An elbow. Well, I guess the time off gave it time oh, definitely. to heal. At least there's exactly. that. But yeah. oh, girl, both elbows. <laughs> <laughs> I could just I hate bones cracking. But like, if you oh, need, yeah. if you need to, like, set it in place or something, do whatever you got to do. Oh, I know. I'm just glad it, was, it wasn't like a got a re-break a bone situation. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm, I don't really want to hear that. Oh, I'm nervous. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, knock, knock on wood, uh, theoretical wood right now, but yeah. Yes, yes. Say, I don't have any near me, but. <laughs> it's okay. Well, knock on the theoretical wood. Yes. Um, now, do you think that your experience in gymnastics has helped you in wrestling training or in the ring with certain moves or sequences? Definitely. Definitely. Um, it helped me make things my own, um, but also like um, just like the the basic you, gymnastics takes like a lot of strength. Yeah, um, and that definitely helps. And I was getting into weightlifting when I had first started in wrestling, so that helped as well. But I think like I don't know. They always say you can never get yourself ready or do. You can try as much as you want, but there's nothing that can truly prep you for um, what you do in the ring because it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it definitely helped like even a little bit (laughs) now to the wrestling world you are known as sky blue so what were your thoughts behind the creation of this ring name and is that your favorite color okay so i I absolutely do not like the color blue um (laughs) i have gotten more used to it over the time i still can't do like light blue i can only do like dark blue (laughs) so it's a whole sham no i'm kidding kidding (laughs) no i actually i actually didn't pick out my name um my grandpa did Uh uh-huh so it just, uh, I mean, I've always gone by Sky. Yeah. Um, and that's how my mom has always spelled it. So that's why I spelled it that way. But my grandpa was like, why don't you just use Sky Blue? And I was like, no, that's too corny. And then they're like, oh, we like that. And I was like, okay. 
That works. Grandpa came up with it. I like it. I love it a lot. I really, really do. Although it's kind of sad that you don't like the color blue, but it, it's okay. We have I, I can do dark blue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, like dark blue or like royal blue. Okay. I'm okay with that. I will accept that answer. I just can't do pastels. I don't know. I feel like I'm too pale for pastels. You've done bright yellow before. Dude, I love yellow so much. I don't know why. I just love yellow. Okay. So maybe your kind of sky is like uh, a deep sunrise or sunset where there's no, it's mainly other colors besides blue. I don't know. (laughs) Just blue accents. There we go. Okay. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Now, you are from the Midwest of Chicago, and you've performed in Chicago, Florida. And at the time of recording this, you have Texas coming up. So do you have another place or city on your bucket list you'd like to explore and wrestle in? Oh, I have so many. Um, The two big ones that I kind of want to get to this year are um, California. Um, I want to try to get into Rogue one day because I just remember watching... um, Priscilla Kelly and Vipress win the men's tag titles. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And then just, and just the production of that one alone just looks so impressive. So I would love to work for Rogue one day. And then, um, oh gosh, I know I'm going to say this wrong. Battle Pro, Battle Club Pro in New York. I think I'm saying it wrong. Mm -hmm. Battle Club Pro, yeah. Yes, there we go. That one I would love to work for. I, I mean, my mom. So my mom went to New York when I was very little, mm-hmm. and I just remember seeing all the pictures. And I was like, I want to go there one day. And she's like, Oh, you'll be too scared, like because the crowds and whatnot. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I would love to visit New York just to like say, like I was in Times Square and I like, looked at everything, kind of thing. I will tell you, Times Square is very intimidating. I've only been there, like spent the day there once. It's very intimidating, but it's also oh, very, very fun. You just yeah. gotta be careful though. Like, be sure you stay with your group so you don't get lost in the shuffle and the craziness of new york though it is very very cool though i must say i i believe it it's like it's like <laughs> chicago but bigger fair right? enough yeah and you're, and you're used to the weather too so you're tough <laughs> <laughs> i know to bundle mm-hmm. now from the places you have wrestled in and traveled to do you have any fun or memorable sightseeing experiences you can share oh boy let's see um on the way so it doesn't, I think it's in, yeah, it's in Indiana. Um, I pa- I've passed it to go to West Virginia, Tennessee, and um, Terre Haute, Indiana. There is a big black sign um, when you're going from Illinois to Indiana. It uh-huh. says, hell is real. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> and then when you go from Indiana to Illinois, it says um, Christ is real or something like that. Oh, my God. And just like the whole private school background, me and my mom yeah. are like, yep, hell is real. <laughs> and we just think it's the funniest thing ever. Oh, I love that. That's funny. Um, Indiana's got like really like goofy stuff like on the way. Like there's like this giant fork. Um, and then there's like a big cow eating something. Like they're just like little like statue things mm-hmm. every so many miles. And they're just like all these goofy things. Um, so those are always fun to take pictures of on the way to Indiana or what or whatnot. Oh, that's where we were with Louisville. You go past that for to go to Louisville too. Ah, uh, so I see you bringing back your photography skills on the road. Oh, yes, I'll always, my, me and my mom's favorite thing, to, if we go to a new state, we have to get the picture of the sign that says welcome to, like, whatever state it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went to, I went to Tennessee, and my mom's like, you better come back with a Tennessee picture. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's sometimes hard to do, though, like, while driving, because I've done that, too, and it's like, you take multiple and just oh, hope yeah. that one comes out, like, clear. <laughs> 
and then or they're all just blurry (laughs) pretty much yeah that's how it goes most of the time though same now from your time in florida at gcw's time diamond cup tournament you wrestled three matches in one night so did you have (laughs) to prepare your body differently for that day or how did you prep and adapt to that long night ahead of you um so i was under the um impression that it was only one match um (laughs) and that changed very quickly Mm -hmm. um i did not actually know that it was three matches until the show started or like right before the show started oh wow i remember going back up to the card and they like you know everything was changed and uh the promoter uh jeremy mr gomez he looked at me he's like that escalated quick huh and i was like yeah crap and he just (laughs) smiled and he's like you got this kid it's like oh boy and then I was like jumping up and down. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. But yeah, that was that was definitely one of the highlights of 2020 for sure. Do you think that now that since you have wrestled three matches in one night, you would theoretically be ready for something like an Iron Woman match? I have always wanted to do one of those. So I would definitely think so. Um, I mean, it's a little different. We had matches in between all of our true, matches. True. Mm-hmm. But it's like... It's still tiring, even though you had like the breaks. It's still it was exhausting by the by the last one. I bet. Now, is there any other match stipulation you'd like to tackle that you haven't yet? Oh goodness! I yes. know I've heard you say hardcore <laughs> match, but I'm interested to know what else. Uh, do you know what Insane Eight is up in Milwaukee? I've vaguely heard of it. Okay, so it's like the Deathmatch Company. Okay, okay, yeah. Um. And uh, Insane 8 is, like, the tournament day where they do, like, it's, like, a yearly thing. And um, I went up there with a couple of the guys from our training camp when we were pre-show. And then we stayed to watch um, the main show because it was on, I think, IWTV. And uh, I just remember um, one of the, the announcer had came up to me and he's like, have you ever watched a death match before? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, we're going to need you to stand over there so hard cam can get your face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What? and he's like no no it'll be funny it's okay and i was like uh, no 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 i'll stay in my corner and this man went and announced the people out he came back and stood by me and the first light tube i heard i just jumped and i was like oh my god that sounds horrifying <laughs> but to this day i still want to at least feel one light tube true You're, you you had to get be prepared though for the blood and all of that because those oh my goodness go yeah. so wrong and so grueling so quickly I just remember watching all those guys and I'm like, do you not feel any of that? Like there's a, there was like a dart in one dude. One dude went through a car. Like I was like, do you feel any of this, sir? Like just normal (laughs) stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Dude, when the guy went through the car, I was like, okay, I think I need to go home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. Death matches are for a different kind of breed for wrestlers. And I have tremendous respect for, I know you look up to like Priscilla Kelly, who's done death matches before. So I, if you're going to do it, be careful. But I feel like one day you could fit in very well and be very innovative with it. I think I just want to say I've been able to do one and I survived. Mm -hmm. And then my mother will kill me. (laughs) (laughs) One and done, though. That's all you need, though. You can check it off, though, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we just we just won't show her until it's over, so she can't kill me the day of. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> now we mentioned the Diamond Cup tournament where you beat the Knockouts champion Deanna Perazzo, and I know you also watch AEW Dark and NXT as well. So yes. from Impact, AEW, and NXT's women's division, who would you like to square off with if given a chance from each brand? 
Okay, let's see. From Impact, okay, so I would love to wrestle Diana again. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if I was picking a different female competitor, um, I would love to work Jordan Grace one day. Ooh, that'd be fun. And then, so from NXT, I mean, I've always wanted to wrestle Priscilla, so if it was on NXT, that would be a bonus. But um, Priscilla, or I've always watched Candice LeRae, especially her like indie matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that could be like a really fun match because I know she did some lucha from like what the matches I've seen or yes. like has incorporated pieces of lucha and she's done some intense stuff with like thumbtacks yeah. and like all that so she she's definitely she in hang. your in your wheelhouse <laughs> <laughs> she can hang um okay and then on w or no AEW was the next one okay um AEW think 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 oh I would love to work Penelope Ford oh I love her because um, we because we both do a lot of gymnastics yes um I could name so many girls I would love to work Britt Baker one day mm-hmm um, I remember always watching like her and Kylie's indie matches and being like, okay, I need to learn. Like, I would love to work Kylie Ray again. I know, I know she's taking her break, which yeah. is totally understandable, but I would love to have another match with her. That one between the Diamond Cup and my match with Kylie, I can't pick a favorite from 2020. That's okay. They're two incredible <laughs> matches, you know. Kylie Ray is incredible, but like like we said, everybody needs a break every once oh, in yeah. a while, and she should definitely take care of herself first. So yeah, you never know. First. It always comes first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, but she's she's such an amazing person. Like she seems we, we like have, it. Oh yeah, we have the we had the same personal trainer. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so we would always see her, and we would always pass out and be like, "Oh hey, how you doing?" You know, just like little small talk because she trained at um, a different school than I did for wrestling. So we would always see each other and we'd always be like, we're going to work each other one day. And then like the past never crossed or the dates never aligned or whatnot. So then when, like, we finally got it. We were both so excited. Now, what's the biggest thing you've either learned from being in the ring with Kylie or watching her do? I learned so much just from like her mannerisms and how she pieces everything together because like in my opinion she's like the full package because she's herself times a thousand because she's that that makes her like a character and she's just she's so athletic and she's so talented and she knows that you know work the cameras work the people at the same time facial express she just she's like the whole package she's amazing i could like i could list a whole book of what she's taught me (laughs) I agree. She's incredible. And last year, she was literally the highest ranked woman on just the PWI like 500 list, which is something like incredible, like unheard of. It was the first time. So she's incredible. Like, I don't know what else to say, how to describe it. Like you said, I have a whole list of she's incredible. So we love Kylie Ray on (laughs) we love Kylie Ray in this house. I love that. She also she likes intergender because I I did intergender for like three years. You did. And um, just like so, like I know, like, and it, granted, I was also taught intergender the very old school way. You know, nothing, all the crazy stuff that we we can do now, but like she understands how to make it realistic, but still have fun with it, kind of thing. Oh, absolutely! You know, she keeps everything fun, and it's all about having fun and being competitive, but also. Exactly going out there and performing well and it you learn yeah. from everybody at least i assume you learn from a lot of people in the wrestling business oh yeah so yeah um, i think like every time you work with somebody new you learn something different because everybody does things differently or was trained differently or because everyone you know everyone's unique to themselves oh absolutely now i know you were super into working out and staying fit so if you're allowed a cheat meal what is your go-to cheat meal or snack of choice 
Oh goodness, I have so many. <laughs> winter is horrible because I always am like, oh, it's winter. It's okay. I mm-hmm. can cheat. Um, I love Portillo's. Oh yeah. Um, Portillo. That's the one thing that keeps me in Chicago is Portillo's <laughs> and family. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> but yes, I love Portillo's and um, do, do, do ice cream is normally the go-to. Now the big question is, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Because I feel like we judge people off of their favorite ice cream oh. flavors. There's a lot, but what? If, okay, if you can't decide on one, what are your top two? Oh, I just mean mine's probably boring. I just like strawberry okay. or like like fruity flavors. Okay, like, I, I can like fine with that. I just I can't do chocolate, and everybody always thinks I'm crazy for that. Huh. I, I'm not gonna judge you for that. I I'm just a chocolate lover myself, but I also have some weird foods that I don't like that people judge me for. Like I don't like mac and cheese, and people oh, always see see oh, exactly my point. People always know, judge me see, for it, but so I, like I I, I have no right to judge you because I have some foods I don't like <laughs> that people are fond of. So I can't judge you there, girl. <laughs> no, I do. No, it's so funny because my mom like just loves chocolate. And like I, I've always hate. I've like never liked it. And everybody's like, "What? Why doesn't she like chocolate?" My mom's like, "Oh, we dropped her. I guess I don't know." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, shit." Now, if you're ever having an off day, whether it be the day of a show or just in general, how do you lift yourself back up? Normally, practice helps. Like if I like I'm cranky, I'll I'll like force myself to go to practice, and then by the end of practice, I feel better. Um, but if it's a day of a show. Normally, it's just anxious before a show, especially if it's like a like the Diamond Cup. I was definitely like nervous for that one kind of thing. But caffeine normally helps a lot. Um, I drink a lot of Monsters. It's really bad. I, I've heard that Monsters and Red Bulls. I've heard from oh yes. wrestlers talking to. Those are those are our lifelines some days. <laughs> but yeah, normally, normally that's how I get through a cranky mood or like nervous. Do you have, I, now I don't know, are you one of those people that sometimes music is your like solace or anything? Sometimes. I mean, I'll listen to it like in the car on the drive yeah. there kind of thing, but I won't like put headphones in at a show or something like that. Okay, fair enough. Now <laughs> on the topic of music though, if you could have any band or artist play your entrance out to the ring live, who would you be? Who would it be and why? Well, okay. So it depends because I've had that song forever. So, and actually, um, the GCW promoter actually made me a song. Ooh, okay. So, I don't know, I don't remember the name of it, but I really like that song, <laughs> if that helps. Um, but I'm not too picky with, like, bands and whatever. I kind of just listen to, like, a bunch of random stuff. Uh, there's no specific, like, genre or group, if that okay. makes sense. Okay, so full of variety. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah. Okay. Now, lastly, we are all about hashtag girl power here on A Wrestling Gal. So who are some females in your personal or professional life that inspire or empower you the most? I think we kind of talked about this. Your mom and Kylie Ray are probably some. Those are up there. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've talked to her or met her before, but Queen Aminata. Mm -hmm. I met her at the Diamond Cup and like, like we instantly like clicked and she's like, the best i love hanging out with her and wrestling her and she's she's amazing like talented wise like oh, she, I, mean, I agree she beat me up she beat me up mm-hmm. but i learned so much from her um in that one match priscilla definitely because i want to like wrestle her so bad and i just feel like she's very talented she is and like she's and she's herself she's not afraid to be herself type thing um i could probably go on and on <laughs> um i think those are like my top four I'll probably come up with more like tomorrow or something. <laughs> like okay. a random time. I'll be like, it's, oh wait, there's more. 
It's a very elite list. So you have some <laughs> great inspirations personally with your mother and professionally with Kylie, Queen Amanada, and Priscilla, who is now Gigi Dolan um, for people who are unaware. But um, definitely a great list. Great list of people. Thank you. Now, before I let you go, Sky, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Yes. So there is an Instagram, which is... Um, Skyby underscore Delecky. I need to change that because that's really hard to spell. Um, the Twitter is Skyby, just with um, two E's at the end. And then I just made a Patreon, which I'm still learning how to finagle, but I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> which is Sky Blue Wrestling. Patreon is very intimidating at first and very hard to keep up with. Just I have one myself oh, yeah. on my podcast. It's hard to keep up with, especially since I know you train all the time and are very busy. But uh, I look forward to what, speaking of your Patreon, though, what kind of content can the listeners look forward to if they decide to join? So there's like, because like the tiers, I made like three little levels. So there's like one, the basic one, and then there's one where I'm going to send out um, eight by tens. And like, and um, like, post the new promo photos there first, and then like, send one out once a month. And then there's one, like a like a little photo shoot one. It's because like I normally will do like little goofy photo shoots with some of the girls, mm-hmm. or like, or like even when I do my makeup for shows or whatnot. And so that'll go to that one. And just kind of like like I did today, I did like a day in my life type thing. Like I just kind of took everybody with me when I ran all my errands. What else did I do? Just kind of like and just like different stuff, like like little fun stuff that i do during the day so little vlogs too that's yeah. really cool mm-hmm. that's like, fun just to be different and just like show that like to bring the fans kind of like under the side that they don't normally see at a show yeah and get to know sky behind the character definitely yeah mm-hmm. yeah something like that well thank you so much for joining me today sky it's been a huge pleasure of course thank you so much for having me it was fun